Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. Today we are going to talk about a topic that we've touched upon but never really in depth. And that is a question, a question I get a lot, something I've gotten a lot recently this week, we'll get as to why, but that is, can you lose weight without dieting? And the answer is yes, but obviously there's a lot that lies underneath that yes. And so that is what we are going to explore today. This episode came to be because of a personal goal. I shared on my Instagram story a couple days ago that I want to, for the first time in a really long time, pursue a body-related goal. And obviously any sort of goal that has to do with how you feel in your body is body-related, but I'm saying specifically around, not specifically, but with more of a intention to create a change in how I look. Now that's not to say I'm not happy with the way I look. I'm thrilled with the way I look. I'm very thankful for the body I'm in. I'm thankful for my habits. I'm thankful for what I do consistently to keep me feeling and looking a certain way. However, I am coming up to a really big birthday. I turn 40 in about seven months and I really feel like I know myself, right? I think a lot of women around my age can identify. You know, in your 20s, you're exploring, you're figuring out who you are. In your 30s, you're putting the lessons of your 20s to work, cleaning up the messes you made in your 20s. Hopefully that's not the case, but that, that's my experience for sure. And now I'm in a place where I am established in my habit, established in my routine, established in my identity. I feel really, really good. And to be honest with you, I'm really excited about this decade. I feel like this decade is a fresh opportunity for me to be really intentional about the life I'm creating and to go in with some, you know, I don't want to say big goals, but also, yeah, some some big goals and to pursue new things and to do so confidently living in my truth. And so what does this have to do with my body? Absolutely nothing, right? Absolutely nothing, but also kind of something because, like I said, I plan on you know, really stepping into my calling even deeper in, in in this next decade of my life and really pursuing that with a lot more gusto. Not that I'm not right now, but there's some things, you know, that need to be tied up business-wise that are preventing that to happen until, you know, a couple months. So it's just, it's all going to time out really, really well. God works in really wonderful, amazing ways when we allow ourselves to get out of our way and the universe to just do its magic for us. So anyway, I'm exactly where I need to be. And I know intuitively and logically, I'm going to end up exactly where I want to be come right around my 40th birthday. So anyway, I want to be living at my best, which means I want to feel amazing in my body. And for me, feeling really great in my body has a lot to do with how strong I am, with how capable I am. I have said it many times before here, and I will continue to say it, lifting weights has given me more life lessons than anything else. Well, with the exception of being a, a teenage mother. But, you know, it's right up there. Lifting weights taught me about myself. It told me what I could do. It taught me that, you know, beliefs shape reality. It taught me that I'm capable of so much more. It, it's shown me how strong I am. It's shown me that I can rise to a challenge. I could go on and on about everything the weight room has taught me. And so feeling 
really strong in my body and lifting you know, pretty challenging weights for me is always something that's important to me. It's always something I strive to do because it is a constant reminder, a constant life lesson, a constant just theme in my life. And so what happens when you get stronger? You gain muscle. And so to me and in my body, I really like the look aesthetically of seeing muscle on my body. It is like affirmation that I am living, you know, what I intend to live as. And so I don't, you know, and it doesn't matter about what I weigh because muscle weighs more than fat. I don't even want to talk about all that. But really that look of like a really strong woman, I love that. That is, that is something I strive for and I just, you know, I see the dedication. I see the discipline. I think it's really admirable in other people. So long story short, I have a goal of over the next seven months of being really, really intentional about my workouts and about my protein intake to gain as much muscle as possible. And let's be real, on a logical level, and I'm trying not to talk so much about myself here, so let's get into why gaining muscle is important for you, a woman at any age. Gaining muscle is hard. It is hard to do. You, I have an episode queued up, um, Fitness Myths and Deceptions, and one of them is, is around bulky. So we'll cover this you know, in a couple of weeks a little bit deeper, but you cannot stumble upon muscle. It's not possible. And I hear this all the time. I've heard it consistently for 11 years. Well, I just get so bulky. I just get so bulky. Listen, I am not trying to piss in anybody's coffee. I'm not trying to piss anybody off by saying this. When you say you're getting bulky, that's not muscle you're gaining. It's fat. It is not possible to gain muscle at a rapid rate. And so just release, you know, that kind of fear. And so back to my goal and back to what, you know, I hope to inspire in any woman I work with, a goal of gaining muscle. Muscle keeps us metabolically healthy. Muscle makes us more resilient. Muscle makes us harder to kill by life, diseases, illnesses, everything. Having muscle on your body is going to make living in your body a lot easier. And as we age, gaining and maintaining muscle becomes more of a challenge, you know. So we're, the older we get, the, you know, moving towards menopause, through menopause, post-menopause, all of these phases, we are going to start losing muscle. And this is true for both males and females. Don't get me wrong. Males and females will lose muscle as they age if they are not doing anything proactively to maintain that muscle mass. So I know, you know, metabolically, realistically, hormonally, these next like five-ish years, they're really my window of being in a stage where gaining muscle is going to be a little easier for me than it will be once I hit, you know, later 40s, closer to 50s. Um, and, and if you're listening to this thinking, well, fuck, I'm already past 50, that does not mean your time is up. No, 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 that does not mean it at all. It is still possible. I see it every day. It is possible to gain muscle at any age, but it's hard right? And it's just going to be harder, which means we need to do two things in conjunction. We need to, well, actually three things. We need to strength train. We need to follow a dedicated strength training program, not a boot camp, not a hit class, not those bullshit fucking ridiculous Peloton classes, which are the same as Beachbody. I said what I said. Not any of those things. A strength program. We need to do that. Invest in a trainer, invest in a training membership with a knowledgeable staff, it is such an investment in your future and your health and your livelihood. I, I cannot overstate that enough. So in addition to a dedicated strength training program, we have to do that. 
We also have to eat enough to support our goals. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. But, you know, it, it was funny to me when I said I want to look differently in my body, so many people heard weight loss. I never once said I wanted to lose weight. I never once said I wanted to go on a diet. I never said anything about weight loss, fat loss, any of that. I said I wanted to look better, right? That is not equatable with weight loss. We've just convoluted those two ideas together. If you want to gain muscle, maintain muscle, you need to eat enough to support that, which means I, you know, personally, I'm really getting get dialed in about eating enough protein. I'm probably going to be eating more calories when I, you know, all is said and done because that is in alignment with my goals. And again, I hope for you gaining and maintaining muscle mass is in alignment with your goals because it is going to give you that look that you're after. If you want to be lean, tone, any of that bullshit, guess what? That's muscle mass. So eating enough to support that is crucially important. And then on the other side, you know, that last thing that I almost left off is recovery. Recovering enough to support your muscle growth. That means not throwing in extra bullshit cardio days just because you want to burn so many calories. It means allowing your body to do what it's supposed to do. Challenge yourself, go heavy, go ham, work it out in the gym, eat enough to support it, and give your body some rest, right? So that was a really long explanation of, of my goal, but that brought me to this topic. And that is, you know, can you lose weight without dieting? Because even though I'm not intending to lose weight right now, I know for a lot of people that is their ultimate goal. And I've said it before, I will continue to say it. That's okay. You should never let anybody shame you for what you want to do with your body. Just be clear on why you want to lose weight, which is a whole different episode topic. We'll cover it really quickly here though. I'm going to try to do this in under 90 seconds, but this needs about an hour. And I've done other episodes on this and this is what I do in my appointment. So if you need help with this, reach out, please. I will direct you the right place to go. Anywho, why you want to lose weight is very, very important. Wanting to lose weight is valid, but your reasons may not be. And and it's really important to figure that out. And you can do so with self-questioning. All I want you to do whenever you're feeling not great in your body and you're thinking the answer to feeling better in your body is weight loss, I want you to pause for a minute, take a beat, take a breath, and sit down, you know, ground yourself in your body, hands over your heart, hands over your belly, take a few deep breaths, try to clear yourself, picture your energy being cleared, and then after you feel your energy has kind of cleared out and shifted, picture yourself filling with light, picture yourself filling with light and whatever feels authentic and good to you. For me, that means I fill myself up from the ground, Taurus, earth energy, so I fill myself up from the ground, but I also picture my crown being open and the sky and heavens and really outer space (laughs) filling light into my being and letting that light extend me. And then from there, I self-questioned. We can talk about that more if you want. But, you know, really clear your energy, get grounded with your energy, and then fill yourself with a positive light earthy or illustrial, whatever feels good to you, energy, and then ask yourself, why do I want to feel differently in my body? What am I hoping to feel in my body? What behaviors would allow me to feel that way in my body? Don't just aim for weight loss. Aim for feeling because the behaviors that could cause weight loss and the behaviors that will allow for you to feel better are often very, very different. But the magic of it all is the behaviors that will allow you to feel better, they give you what you're after anyway. 
They're, they're going to bring you to that goal anyway. They're going to bring you that goal in a, in a safer manner, in a kinder manner, and in a manner that you can keep. And so when you are saying, I want to lose weight, okay, fine, self-question, why? Why do you want to lose weight? So we've just spent kind of 10 minutes covering where I'm at with you know my goals and how I want to feel in my body, which has nothing to do with weight loss, but I will fully admit everything to do with looking good naked as I define looking good naked, which could be completely different with how you define looking good naked, and that's what makes us human and amazing, and nobody should try to shove themselves into any societal-related standard, period, <laughs> exclamation point. So we covered that, and we quickly covered why weight loss is not always the goal. Almost all the time, again, I got a lot of experience doing this, worked with hundreds of women. It's usually never the goal. The goal is feeling good in your body. Those are different things. So make sure what you want. And on to the meat of this. What can you, rather, can you lose weight without dieting? Yes, you can. Let's talk about how. The first thing you need to do is what we just talked about 30 seconds ago. Connect with yourself. Get really, really clear on what your actual goal is, knowing that weight loss is always, 100% of the time, a surface goal. We have been taught that weight loss equals feeling good, feeling confident, feeling better, and that is just not true. If that were the case, we all would have gone on the diet lost the weight, and we would have stayed there because our life would have magically been fixed. It doesn't work like that. I know from experience, and so do you, because you've done it before. You've lost weight. You have gained it all back. Here we are, right? You wouldn't be listening if it worked. The fact that you're still tuning in right now means diets have failed you. Do not go back to their bullshit ever again, ever, ever, ever again. Instead, tune into you. What do you want? How do you want to feel? Feel in your body. Very, very clear on that. And then from there, what behaviors are you, and this is going to hurt a little bit and it's okay because with awareness brings the ability to cause changes. And so ask yourself, what behaviors am I currently doing, participating in, habitually, you know, doing, you know, what are you doing on a weekly basis, a daily basis? that is not in alignment with how you want to feel. Get clear on those. I would suggest listing them out, but you don't have to because that might not feel very kind. And so if that's how you feel, then don't, absolutely don't list them out. But just get clear on them. What, you know, what is happening on a regular basis that you're doing that's not in alignment with how you want to treat your body? And then from there, what would you like to be doing that is in alignment with the person you want to be? But be honest here. If you have never been to the gym, do not say I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. That's, that's not. That's a big leap, right? So say I'm going to start moving my body two times a week for 30 minutes. Let's start small. Let's start actionable. If you haven't meal prepped at all and every time you try to meal prep, you get overwhelmed and you end up throwing out a bunch of food and wasting a bunch of mummy, mummy, <laughs> money, don't say, I'm going to start meal prepping everything and, you know, blah, 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 go down that road. Instead, be realistic. I am going to make a dinner menu and I'm going to stick to it. And that's it. So just start with baseline behaviors of what you should be doing that can be built upon. And then think about 
again, what is your definition of healthy look like? If you were to picture a healthy person, what do you see them doing? Do your best to emulate that, right? So my version of health may be drastically different but for, than yours. And that's okay. That's a beautiful thing, right? I never want anybody to think that what I do is what they should do. We are different people, different bodies, different goals, different experiences. And so never take what anybody says as your like this is what you should be doing. That's that's why diets don't work. Instead, use things as suggestions, use things as guidelines, use things as, you know, you're trying on coats, what looks good, what feels good. If it doesn't feel good, take it off, right? <laughs> take it off. But if you put on a coat and you're like, "Oh, I fucking love this. This is amazing. This is everything I've ever wanted." But oh my god, it's a little expensive. It's going to make me get a little uncomfortable to buy this. You bet your ass you better keep that coat. You're fucking worth it. That's where forcing behaviors comes uh, comes in handy. And you need to know the difference, right? There's a big difference between something not feeling good and something making you uncomfortable. These behaviors that will allow for weight to be released from your body, more specifically allow for fat to be released from your body, they are going to make you work. They're going to make you a little bit uncomfortable. Know the difference between forcing bullshit and forcing kindness on yourself. So what do you do? You start adding. You don't deprive. You don't say, I can't have this. You don't restrict. You don't say, I'm never going to eat another piece again. I'm never going to order pizza again. You don't do any of that. And you certainly, you most certainly do not say, well, I'm going to wait until the weekend and I'm going to have a cheat meal because it's the same fucking thing. You don't do that. We do not do that anymore. I'm going to make merch. None of you, don't steal that from me. <laughs> I'm going to make merch. Trademark it. We do not do that anymore. Let it be your mantra. Do not treat yourself like shit. Instead, you add. You add health to your plate. You add nutrients to your plate. You add things that allow you to feel your best to your plate. For most people, and again, I am just saying most, there's always going to be an exception to that. And so if you're listening and you're like, well, Heather, I can't eat because I'm going to tell you to eat more vegetables. If, if you're IBS and you can't eat more vegetables, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. That's not going to work for you, right? And so there's always going to be a caveat. We are always going to make things applicable to you. We are always, you know, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. We're always in a game of dodgeball here. If I'm throwing balls and it just flies past you, that's cool. It ain't your ball. You don't need to dive on it. If it hits you in the face, that's your ball. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's your ball, right? So keep that in mind. So most behaviors that will allow for fat to be released from your body are leaning on things like making sure you are well hydrated, right? You need to be well hydrated because when your body is dehydrated, it does not say, hey, sister, I need a drink. It says, hey, I'm hungry. I could really go for a snack right now, which is very rude of us, right? There's some evolutionary thing in there that that does not allow us to know the difference. And so, you know, I'm never going to tell somebody, "Oh, you're not you're not really hungry, you're just thirsty." That's trash advice, but also it's kind of valid advice. And so you want to make sure that you are always being well hydrated. You do not give me the bullshit like, "Well, I just don't like to drink water." You're an adult. You are an adult. Suck it up. Drink some water. Make sure you are hydrated because it's going to allow you to feel your best and it's going to allow your body to live at its best. Another baseline behavior that we have talked about numerous times and I will continue to talk about, sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. I use an aura ring. 
it tracked my sleep. I've used it for four years, maybe five. I don't know. Basically, as soon as they came out, I, I got it. I don't think I'll ever be without it. I have a code. If, if you want a code, reach out to me. I, I will get it to you to, you know, give you a discount on that. It is amazing to help you clean up your sleep-based behaviors because a well-rested body is a body that can do what it is meant to do it, it, metabolically, right? So if you are doing everything right but you're getting like three hours of sleep a night or six hours of sleep a night because they're almost the same thing, it's not great. So really try to do your best to make sure that you are sleeping eight hours a night. It is going to do wonders for your mood, for your mental state, for your clarity, and for your body, right? It's going to make you feel better in your body. It's going to help you regulate your cravings. It's going to make eating a healthy meal easier. It's going to make getting in that workout easier. So sleep, water, sleep, foundational behaviors for every single person, every single body, every single goal. Those are non-negotiables. From there, we get into things that are applicable to most people, like the veggies. Making sure that you are eating adequate amounts of fiber. But I'm not saying go get a fiber one bar and just call it a day. If the food you are eating needs to tell you how great it is, it's probably not that great, right? It's like the friend that introduces you to another friend and this person starts telling you how amazing they are, all they've accomplished, all they've done, you're instantly like, oh, yo, no thank you. You get the ick from those people who tell you all the amazing things they've done or are going to do. That's marketing with food, y'all. When you pick up that cereal bar or that, yeah, that cereal bar, that meal replacement shake, and it tells you all the amazing things it's going to do for you, that's the person that gives you the ick. Put that shit down and instead just go get real food. Almost all the time, it is a better option. And so stick with natural sources of fiber. Plenty of veggies. Get in fruit. Fruit is not bad for you. Yes, there's sugar in it. It's a great form of sugar. It's a great form of energy. If somebody tells you that sugar has too, or fruit has too much sugar and you shouldn't eat it, fucking run from them. They're idiots, okay? Run from them. I said what I said. Yes, I'm talking about those people. <laughs> Whoever you think I'm talking about in this, I am. Sure, they're idiots. Fruit is not bad for you. Get plenty of natural fiber in your diet. It is to your benefit. Same with protein. Again, there's going to be exceptions. You're vegetarian. If it's a moral reason, I, I totally get it. If it's not a moral reason, do your best to add in animal protein. This is coming from a former vegetarian. Did not eat meat for the longest time. Still struggle with getting in enough meat because I did not eat meat for much of my life, right? So I feel you. I'm empathetic with you, but it's just like the water thing. I'm an adult. I need to make myself do it because I know getting enough animal protein allows me to feel and live at my best. And so it's just something I need to call my bullshit and do. Have that conversation with yourself. Aim to have animal protein with most of your meals. Three meals a day, seven days a week, 21 meals. Let's get animal protein with between 15 on the low end. I would like to see it more around like 17, but like 17 to 19 meals. That's not being perfect. It is being good enough, good enough gets it done. That is going to help you so much metabolically with, yes, fat loss related goals, veggies, protein, plenty of water. Hi, what does every single diet ever written have in common aside from like the crazy ones like carnivore cabbage soup? They rely heavily on veggies, protein, and water. Listen, y'all, they're nothing special. They're nothing new. They're just taking what works and they're adding more to it so they can market it to you. Again, move away from the friend that tells you all the good things they're going to do. You don't need that person in your life. They give you the ick. Let's let diets give us the ick too. <laughs> 
And then, yeah, from there, you know, we got veggies, fiber, fruits, carbohydrate sources. This is a big conversation. I'm not going to get into it because this is an individual conversation that we can have one-on-one because of our different past and what works best for our bodies. But just like, you know, I just said that about fruit, sticking with natural carbohydrate sources, not all the time, but, you know, trying to get a natural carbs like potatoes, squash, root vegetables, those type of things, it's going to be to your benefit, right? But is rice bad? No, rice is amazing especially if you cook it and then let it cool, like a resilient fiber, like all of these things, there's room for every single thing in your diet. We are not depriving. We are making mindful decisions that work the best for our bodies. And, you know, to kind of tie it up, because I'm going to talk about exercise in another episode, so I'm not even going to go there as far as what movement-based to do. But believe me, movement is a huge part of this. Losing weight without consciously trying to lose weight, movement is key for that. The last thing that I want to kind of end on is moving away from alcohol. I just did two episodes with my friend, um, Jacqueline. You can go find those if you go to her page, My Body Soul Sparkles. Um, You will find those episodes. But moving away from alcohol, it is going to help you on a metabolic level more than you are aware. Like just stop drinking for 30 days. You'll see changes happen in your body if you're somebody who drinks one to two times a week even. You, You will see changes happen there. I'm going to tie this up. This conversation could go on for hours and hours and hours if we let it, but this is already well over the 25-minute mark I aim to strive to. So I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. It, It means the world. And ask if you are still listening and you have received anything from this podcast that was helpful information, I would be honored if you would take just a second to rate and review this podcast. It does wonders in helping it get seen and it helps my ego in getting me back here every single week to produce more for you. And on that note, if there's something you want to talk about, if there's a topic I haven't covered here or you would like something covered differently, more on a certain topic, reach out to me. Shoot me an email. Head to my website. Fill out that contact form or shoot me a DM. I'm easy to find. I would love to, you know, help you in in whatever way I can. And so if there's something you want covered deeper, let me know. And I've gotten a lot of requests for the alcohol episode. I'm going to do it. I promise. I'm going to do it. It's coming up before the holiday season. Um, So, yeah. We're going to tie it up here. You know where to find me. I will see you back next week.